The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of The Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. And I'm Matt Barese in Chicago. Welcome back to the podcast that's back from Brazil, where we didn't catch Zika, but we caught all kinds of things from Hope Solo. <laughs> yeah, it's not fair that somebody with that cool a name is that big a jerk. I know. Maybe that's part of it. Like, she grew up having such a cool name that it's just kind of, she's gotten a big head from it, from, you know, feeling like she's related <laughs> or something. I don't know. But yeah, she shouldn't be such a jerk and have a, such a cool name. It's not fair at all. Yeah, if that was my name, I would be, well, I'd be Ryan Lochte. Yeah. I'd be a monster. <laughs> yeah, did you see, I did send you a little a meme that I found online that was says that Ryan Lochte is, is uh, Wrigley, if Wrigleyville was a person or something like that. What did that say? Yes. <laughs> a bunch of people have shared it then from my wall from you. Uh, oh, it's just perfect. It's fantastic. Yeah, he embodies it. I mean, they should have, he needs to come and throw out the first pitch and, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, sing the, sing sing the, the song. Uh, and, you know, maybe you should... Maybe you shouldn't even sing the seventh inning stretch. You should sing the uh, the Pearl Jam song. Oh my gosh, that terrible Cubs song. Uh, someday we'll go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Are we still doing Gunter from Friends hair? Are we still doing? Uh... Peroxide blonde men's spiked hair. I guess he is, and it backfired on him because then the chlorine turned it green, and it was very green. Right. Then he's doing the rocking the Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, speaking of the Olympics, did you see? So, you know, there's always, uh, you know, very cool stories, and then there's some, like, tragic stories, and I guess this would go into the tragic side, but did you see about the French speedwalker? I'm, I'm, I always want to, you know, I always want to make sure I check up on the speedwalking because I just think it's hilarious to watch uh, these guys try to walk as fast as they can. And Is this, until you sent me this link just now, I did not know that speedwalking was part of the Olympics. How long has this been part of the Olympics? Oh, I don't I, know. Years. I'm long, long so time. upset about it. It's they, so stupid. They've been speed walking since before you were born. Really? <clears throat> yeah. That thing that you see like idiots doing on your street where they're waggling their behind and walking as fast as they can with little hand. Do they have hand weights? No, they don't they don't wear the hand weights. And uh but there are people all along the course that make sure that you never have more than one foot off the ground or you get disqualified. Uh This seems more, more like a minute to win it thing than an Olympic thing. Like what is our what's the bar for what counts as like impressive athleticism and what counts as like a dumb parlor trick? You know, I, it's true and I, I what other sports would you put into that category for Olympic sports because there are there is a couple that you wonder how you know if you can do it when you're in your fifties and still be in the Olympics. Does that mean? Does that really a sport? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> like the archery guys, you know, they could you could do that until you know I don't know until you start losing your sight. So you got to be able to do that into your forties. Is there darts? <laughs> there isn't darts. Isn't that darts? There might as well be darts. There isn't darts, but uh, but the the speed walking and and I've heard stories. How like, about recumbent bikes? Oh, there's not, but there's uh, there's the indoor bikes and the outdoor bikes, and the indoor bikes where they just go around the circle in the. I always want to call it a palindrome, but that's not what it's called. The hippodrome <laughs> or the the what's the what's the arena for indoor biking? The terradrome. The, t- the thunderdome. 
<laughs> that's right, because you have to kill your opponent in order to. That's right. Two men enter on tiny bikes. One man leave on tiny bike. Oh, indoor biking arena. What's it called? Now you're going to kill me. Indoor velodrome. biking. Velodrome. So it's velodrome. Like, yes, a velodrome. And uh, you know, so so the velodrome. So here's here's an example of of how Olympic sports can be stupid. So one of the rules in velodrome is if there's a crash early in the race. Everybody gets a restart, right? Because it, you know, that's just they don't think that that makes for a good race. Then obviously, so if you don't get off to, if you don't feel you've gotten off to a good start, you just crash on purpose. You just like, oh, no. I, yeah, they just crash on purpose to get a restart, and because uh, they is they, it, is the proper thing to shout when you when you've crashed on purpose to restart the velodrome, you guys. <laughs> or how about how about this? No fair. Yes, <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> Well, in speed walking, um, <laughs> uh, apparently, you know, the, the, the leader of the race uh, was from France, and he ended up having some issues. And I've heard about these kinds of issues happening in marathon. Now, these guys are running. I think this, this speed walking race was about 30 miles. Um, and if Matt, you're going to speed walk, I mean, they're running like eight minutes. They're why, not one, why not 100 feet? <laughs> yeah, it's, what, what are you going to prove? I guess it's endurance. But they're they're walking, they're speed walking like eight minute miles. Which can you walk an eight minute mile? I certainly I could I could barely run an eight minute mile. I was gonna say I don't know if I can run an eight minute mile, but just have to be one. But what, what, what are the other twenty nine for? Because I don't think you tune in <laughs> until the last one. God, well, this is what the other twenty nine are for. Because about forty minutes into his race, uh, this guy I hear if you would click the link there, uh, Matt that I sent you, Johan Diniz, I believe it was from France, started to have some. Uh, bathroom problems, and uh, I've heard stories about marathoners getting halfway through the race and then having to poop and just deciding that the race is more important, so they just poop. And well, we need we need Dave back on this episode, our dear departed colleague Dave, because uh, he said he, that his high school cross country team used to poop themselves like all the time because their best kid did it once while totally leading the pack. And everybody thought, wow, that guy is so dedicated. Like, rather than and making... that's what it takes. If you're not pooping, you're, right, you're not right. winners. Yeah. Right. And so then everybody would, like, push one out on purpose <laughs> to look like they were so dedicated that their entire body just, you know... Gave up released. on Released. Yeah. Well, this guy released. Uh, if you've gotten if you gotten far enough in the video yet to see... Should I watch this video? You have yeah. to. You have to. To the point where he was, like, trying to shove sponges down his shorts to absorb it and then throw it off to the side towards the crowd. The same way you throw, like, an empty water bottle, you know, off to the side. He was throwing... Uh, oh, oh, they show it! Oh, God! He was throwing uh, fecal-soaked sponges towards the crowd. You if know. there's anything that looks dumber than speedwalking, it's speedwalking with your pants full. <laughs> he looks like a baby in a diaper. And yeah, that's gross. And... Where did he get sponges? Did the moped guy give it to him? Well, I wonder if they had sponges for like soaked with water that you can like squeeze over your head to cool off. Okay. And then he so he squeezed it out and then refilled it with poop. <laughs> and then he threw it at the well, it's the speed walking, so actually the the uh sidelines aren't quite as crowded as you might expect uh or are as crowded as you might expect, which is to say not very crowded. But he was throwing poop sponges at the people who were waving from the, at the side. Yep. And uh, you know, apparently, when you when that much poops run runs down your leg during a race, you tend to get, I don't know, a little dehydrated. And at one point, he did collapse. 
But more impressively, he actually finished the race uh, only six minutes behind the leader. He was the leader at this point, I think, when he started to have the old truffle shuffle or whatever you call that. (laughs) The... uh, when you're sliding into first and your pants begin to burst. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, you know, that shows, uh, I guess that shows dedication or it just shows, I don't know if you're willing to I do that it. on, on a global stage, you're willing to poop yourself for your country. Uh, I guess they got to be proud That's of him in dedication. France, right? That's he, yep. He's France's greatest hero. <laughs> At least he didn't surrender. <laughs> And now it's time for Planes to Catch and Bills to Pay. That's where we go sobbing into that good night. Well, I anticipate our school year has started. I don't know if everybody that listens has uh, their kids have gone back to school yet or not. Some people go after Labor Day. and uh, But we're back in school uh, mid-August. Why not go back to school in the middle of summer? You know, when the kids still want to be outside enjoying the weather. But no, let's go to school. Why isn't it just Memorial Day to Labor Day? Every school always. There's one there's one reason schools do this. And it's it's strictly for the high schoolers. And it's strictly so that they don't have to end a semester so that they can end the semester at winter break and not have to either study over winter break or come back and like review for two weeks before the finals because they've forgotten everything over winter break. So in order to make the semesters line up with your winter break, you need to start your school year sooner. So schools now, in this area at least, have decided that's important. Um, So they do that. So they start in mid-August so that the semester ends at winter break and then semester two starts. When is winter break? Uh, Winter break is usually like right before Christmas. So it starts like the 23rd, somewhere between the 18th and Christmas, wherever it lines up so that you're not, you know, so that you get a full week off, you know, two weeks that you need two weeks off. So winter break is the starts this year for us on the 23rd. I, oh, I, this is just dumb. No, you start, start at Labor Day, make the term, change the syllabi, like make it so it ends right on winter break by changing how fast you go or slowly you go during the term. Yeah, I guess you could do that, but then you end up with a really long second semester, I suppose. But yeah, they could do that, or they could just expect the kids to uh, like maintain what they've learned over two weeks and then come back and continue to learn. Like, what's wrong with that? You know, what I, I mean? I, yeah, I don't, I don't see the problem. But they do it. it but it, what's funny is that they're they're willing to change the entire school year to do that, but they won't start high school later, even though. Every scientific study in the world says you can't put high schoolers in school at 7.30 in the morning and expect them to learn anything because their bodies aren't programmed to do that. Like, that's just their – that's just the way teenagers' bodies work. You know what I mean? Like, they should not be starting school before 9 a.m. Yes, and it's only starting at 7.30 or whatever because of traffic, right? No, because of sports after school because they got to get the after-school sports in. And they don't want to delay the school day and make the sports start later. Uh, That's the only reason. There's no, there's, there's no other reason not to have high schoolers start at 9 a.m. You know. Meanwhile, the kindergartners who are up at 5 a.m. You know, uh, shaking mom and dad awake anyway because that's just the way their clocks work. Don't go to school till 8:30. You know? Right. So they're just running around eating eating uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah, they, they're up uh, for three hours. cereal yeah. for three hours while the teenagers are. Asleep for the first two period. I gave a speech at a high school uh, late in the spring semester, and I had to give a lecture at seven thirty or eight. And they dra- they came in like zombies, 
and they sat in the chairs and went to sleep and then gradually woke up sometime in second period. Yeah, they like realized someone was in the room like, hey, who's that guy up there? Yeah, and I can't even blame them because if it were me, I would be the very first. I'd bring a pillow. Yeah. Well, they even, you know, they sell coffee at school in the morning to get the kids awake now. Like there's coffee machines. You can stop in and get a coffee before you go to class because they know oh, that you're, you're not awake up. anyway. So here's uh, back to back to back to me. Let's make this about me now. <laughs> um, so our school year has started and uh, Alex is in eighth grade this year. Ellie is in fifth grade, which around here, you know, junior high is a sixth, seventh and eighth grade thing. Um, as opposed to just seventh and eighth grade, it's a, it's a sixth, seventh and eighth. So this is her last year of elementary school. Alex's last year of junior high. Um, you know, and yeah, I've been, it's not like I didn't know that I've been aware of it. And, <laughs> uh, you know, we've talked about it and how that seems like we're really old if they're that old. And, uh, we had kids young, you know, I was 24, so I, I'm not, I don't feel old, but, uh, and you know that I'm. I'm one to wear my emotions on my sleeve a little bit, but <laughs> Ellie actually asked me to take her to school on the first day. Like we've done, you know, all throughout elementary school, you, you know, sometimes when they were really young, you'd walk them to the classroom on their first day. As they got older, you would walk them to the building. So she wanted me to take her uh, to school on the first day. And I did, I walked her up there. She ran up and saw all of her friends, was very excited. The bell rang, they all ran in. And and as she's running in, like for her last the last time I'll ever walk one of my children to school on the first day of school, like I was so glad that I was wearing sunglasses, surrounded by all the other parents, you know. As I start walking back to my the, the long walk back to my car, <sighs> trying to you know stop crying because you know I it hit me right there like this is it like that this is the last one of those I'll have this is the last daddy daughter dance this year that I'll get to screw <sighs> up. Um, you know, the, oh, uh, man. Um, so what, you know, all, all those, all those elementary school things you get to do are, are, will be gone after this year. And so this uh, is the last first day of school, the last first day of school, really. Cause next year they'll both get on a bus, you know, right. early in the morning. Alex will have to get on a bus probably like seven, uh, 15 and Ellie will get on a bus probably seven thirty or seven forty five or something. And that'll be it. Like that's how the first day of school goes at that point. <sighs> So you can walk her to school this year yet, just not the first day. The last, this is the first, yeah. last, like first grade school breakfast. Go out and stand on the steps with the like sign around your neck that says like I'm a fifth grader. Like yes. that's it. Yes, yeah, it's the last time. And and I didn't. I was one of the only people on Facebook who didn't actually post that the picture of you know my kid holding a sign saying first day of fifth grade or whatever. What you know, um, and. Uh, but I did take I did to get each of my kids to take a picture under protest, but they did take a picture for me. So I have that picture of the last day of, of fifth grade. They look angry. And the last day of eighth grade. I got them to smile. I got them to smile. But yeah, they weren't it was under protest for sure. They filed an official protest. <laughs> Conscientious <Yeah>. objectors. <laughs> I'll do it, but I won't like it. Uh so th- that's gonna be my entire school year now. Like I'm gonna have a very weepy school year. Every time Speaking I- of needing to hydrate I know. You better like bring a squirt bottle strapped to your leg because you're going to be crying at every event for the entire yes. year. Every time I go to something, it'll be the last one of those things. It'll be the last uh, butterfly kisses. Last butterfly kiss. The last. Pa- I'm going to cry at parent teacher conference. It'll be the last elementary school parent teacher conference. It'll be the last. You know. And then you get the end of the year stuff with Alex because they do like eighth grade promotion, which isn't really <sighs> a graduation, but they, you know, it's a. They have a ceremony, don't they? They have a ceremony, and you walk, you know, you walk across the gym floor and shake your principal's hand and stuff. So. 
all that stuff will, uh, you know, take an Alex a freshman orientation in January, February of this year. All that stuff will. Uh, I'm just yeah. I'm gonna have to hydrate <laughs> for sure. And last time a junior high teacher will tell me that my child is not living up to expectations. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know, I do have. This will be like the last time one of my child goes through. Like I think this year Ellie gets the talk. You know, and it fifth. Oh. <laughs> Be the last, well, not from me, but they get it from school. I can't get my my kids will not listen to me. I'm like, let's like, hey, you want to talk about you know? And they're like, no, Dad, I already. Hey, got you guys, it. you want to talk about sex hey. with your old man? Hey guys, hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> talk about sex? Hey, want to talk coming, about your changing body? <laughs> he's coming. He's got a set of books with him. Run! Hey, Alex, I noticed you got a little extra armpit hair there. Then did want to talk about that? Hmm? I cannot get him like at a. We go to a water park, and I like I always try to get him to expose his armpit hair, and he like he will not do it. He doesn't want us to realize he's got armpit hair because if he's got armpit hair, that means he's got other hair, and I don't think he wants to recognize. He doesn't want us to. So he doesn't reach for anything. He walks no. around like a like, like a T Rex, like, right? Like Dick Van Dyke dancing with the penguins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's taller than me now, by the way. You know that? Really? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm obsolete. This is another thing that makes me sad is that I'm I'm becoming obsolete. Like I am, they don't need me for much more anymore. Well, they don't need you to reach stuff off of shelves anymore. No, they don't need me to reach stuff off of shelves. Oh, they do. They do because they won't reach up because they don't want to show their armpit hair. (laughs) So for now, you're still well. That's only if he's he's got a shirt on, he's good. So oh, okay, he'll still do it. But yeah, it's uh, right now. I'm just a from I'm just a chauffeur at this point. A chauffeur in a bank. (laughs) Right. That's all. You'll be that for a long time. So at least you have that. Yeah, well, I will always have that. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, so there's two things going on there. Obviously, like, the, you know, I'm very sentimental about all that stuff and uh, those things coming to an end. But at the same time, there's another part of me that's like, I don't say looking forward to, but feels a little bit of my freedom coming back also. Like Kelly and I, at this point, if we wanted to go out to dinner with a couple of friends and leave the kids at home, we could just do that because Alex is 13. He'll be 14 in two months, you know. So we've got the built-in babysitter now. We've got, wow. I mean, Ellie stays home by herself, you know, for a couple hours at a time if we need her to. And so in the, at the same time, I'm not even 40 yet, and I and I don't need babysitters. I don't need, you know, my kids can stay home alone if they need to. They can make themselves lunch if they need to. This is going to kill your liver because you're going to enter that, like, retired person drinking class <laughs> age so early yeah I'll, I'll i'll yes that's true like i mean not retired but but i i'll tell you what i'm even like the because, older parent the older parent who can party because they they don't have to worry about getting the kids home in the minivan yeah viva's four and it seems like a second kid's probably not in the cards and i already feel us like boomeranging back a little bit to <laughs> pre-baby days because like now, if we you know we got we need a sitter, but we don't call the sitter halfway through the night because we know she's just like a little kid who it's gonna work out. She's not gonna tantrum or freak out, or um, and she goes to more stuff. And uh, you know we're already freer. I can't imagine yeah. where you are. You don't even need to retire now. You're fine. No, but I've got. It's funny because I've uh, I turned forty this year, and I'm I'm thinking a lot more about retirement, and I've gotten to the point where I'm excited about it. Like and and my planning, like I like looking at my retirement planning. 
You yeah. talk about it almost every time I talk to you. You bring up your retirement planning. I feel like I'm starting a career right now, and you're like, you're like smacking the dirt off your hands. And yeah, I'm counting down the days at this point. <laughs> Short timer calendar. <laughs> uh, but of course, you know you're already uh, starting to mow the lawn in socks and sandals. <laughs> yes. Well, we're looking at we're looking to to move next year just to make 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 the pick up and drop offs for like high school and junior high more convenient because we're so far away from our schools right now. It's just it's just a pain, and it's funny that like we'll see a house we're like oh maybe a ranch would be nice because then as we get older we don't have to go up and down stairs all the time. Oh come on! <laughs> you should just move straight to Branson. <laughs> Move straight to Yakov Smirnov's dinner adventure. Well, and then we found a ranch house that includes uh, lawn, lawn care, and snow removal. <laughs> and, I guess, and we're like, well, hey, Kelly, we're almost 40. Let's move into assisted living. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm like, well, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and then I look, and it's assisted living. This house has a wiping service. <laughs> And I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> like, that sounds all right. <laughs> you know, I'm sure the neighbors will be all real nice, you know? The neighbors will be very friendly. You get it, We could get together a, uh, you know, a pinochle, uh, shuffle pinochle board, team, shuffle mahjong. Board. <laughs> uh, we would tai chi on the lawn and, uh, as Alex goes to high school. <laughs> oh, please don't do tai chi while the bus comes up. <laughs> Uh, my best days. Kelly, this bathroom has parallel bars by the toilet. Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why not put those dollars to work keeping this show on the air? Do it by using the Amazon portal on the support page at paternitypodcast.com. If that sounds complicated, it is not. When you want to buy something on Amazon, and you do every day, Go to paternitypodcast.com, click on the support page. You'll see an Amazon window. You'll click on that. Amazon opens. You do your shopping. They already know that you came through our page. The drones tell them that, and they send a portion of their profits to us, and we use it to pay for internet and microphones and stuff. So you don't pay extra. You don't sign up for anything. They just know you went through the portal. They send us some of their profits. Uh, We use it to keep the show on the air. Uh, I broke the keyboard to my iPad, so I went to buy a new one, mm-hmm. and my daughter was playing with the iPad without a case, which is a bad idea, but she did not break it. But she had uh, uh, she had a Happy Meal toy, and she, actually she had one of those uh, Fitbits. Oh, yeah. They wanted to tie in with the Olympics, so yeah. they decided to make it seem athletic to eat a Happy Meal. Uh, and so they put these crappy Fitbits in there, which let me tell you how unfun this is for Viva. Like she, ex- she expressed it yesterday. She's like, these are bad toys, dad. She said, they don't do anything except for count your steps or one lights up. It has one light on it. And if you're walking slowly, it blinks slowly. And if you're walking quickly, it blinks quickly. Oh. So it tells you if you're moving quickly. So it doesn't even run. Does it even count? There's no counter. It's just either you're moving quickly or slowly. Right. Some of them have counters. This one was quickly or slowly. So if you're walking, you're like, I wonder if I'm moving quickly. Are these the ones that they recalled? Yes, because they give you a rash on your wrist. Did they give Eva a rash? She probably didn't wear no. it long enough. She, she realized it sucked so quickly that she didn't wear it long enough to get a rash. Uh, she, did, she didn't wear it more than 30 seconds. And then when she realized it doesn't do anything, it uh, 
right on the table. It's funny because they they try to make it look like an Apple Watch, like with the little the four little icons that fit on it and the square shape. It's like it's they are make trying to make it look like an Apple Watch. I think it really does look like it does something because it has a decal that makes yeah. it seem like it has screens, but <laughs> it doesn't do you anything. Can just press on it with your finger and go beep boop 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 and pretend it does something. Might as well. I mean, we did that as a kid, right? Yeah. You'd like pretend you had a Dick Tracy watch kind of thing. No, all of our technology was decals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we didn't have any. You know, if we had to like play computer, it was because we had something with the decals on it that we would pretend with a computer. It was the decal age. Yes. <laughs> the decal based society. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned a secret secret about Happy Meal toys. So, have you seen a Happy Meal toy lately? You must still occasionally. Have a Happy Meal toy in the car? Uh, I haven't seen one lately. Honestly, we just don't. Uh, our kids prefer Wendy's over McDonald's. So that's usually what oh. we end up. Oh, no toys at Wendy's, right? I, you know, Ellie doesn't even get Happy Meals. Like, she doesn't get the kids' meal anymore. She just gets regular food now. Wow, you are old. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready for assisted living. The problem is it's expensive. I can't take Alex to a restaurant. He gets the $18 meal now. Like, he gets an 18 If we go to a restaurant, he, get, it, he costs more than I do is the problem. Uh, so, so it's dinner for four now. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's dinner. It's not. Yeah, kids eat free or taking like another that. couple to the restaurant. Yikes! Yeah, exactly. goodbye restaurants. It's like a double date now. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So what's what's in the Happy Meals? Well, in the Happy Meal, they always come with a tag that says "Scan your toy with your iPad, and you can unlock games at oh. via app." Yeah. So I downloaded this app, and she took her phony Fitbit, and it just said like, "Hold it by your camera," and the app said. Take your toy out, put it on a flat surface, and then it said, turn on overhead lights. And then it said, point your iPad camera at it, and then you had to give it permission to access the camera. And then it said, scanning, and you saw your toy. Mm -hmm. And then it said, scan to unlock your game. And I thought, there's no QR code on that toy. So Viva had walked away, probably bored and sick of her decal-based technology. So I went to a different game that you needed a different toy to unlock. And I said I had the toy. And then I pointed the camera at nothing. And then it scanned. And it said scanning. And then it said scanned. Game unlocked. Oh. It's all a big ruse. That's funny because they sure do make it seem like they're high tech. But really it's just (laughs) they're really doing nothing. It was really elaborate because they make you give access to the camera. And they give you all these instructions on how to like make it visible to the app. But it's just, it's all like an elaborate ruse to get you to collect all the toys to unlock the games. Oh, that's, you, need, you should expose that. <laughs> Investigative journalism. I'm the yeah. Walter Jacobson of Happy Meal Toys. And what's funny is that they, you, like you said, you have to give access to your camera. And then, so who knows what, you know, what, what kind of access you've granted to, your, to McDonald's, you know. Meanwhile, they're uploading all your contacts and, you know, scanning your emails for you know, what their next big meal should be. Like, oh, this guy likes to eat a triple McRib sandwich. McRib meals uh, scan well in Chicago. And they're sending, of course, like pictures of me on the toilet to a website in Germany. (laughs) If you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. Pretty please. You can subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a review. It's quick and it's easy. And it does help other listeners find us. You can also read our weekly paternity test blog at chicagoparent.com and our monthly written column, Viva Daddy in Chicago Parent Magazine, available wherever you have to remember to use your inside voice. And now it's time for Eat This and That. 
where we try every flavor combination in the Coke Wave machine. <laughs> I love those machines so much. My, they give me a childlike yeah. glee. Yes. It's like, you know, when you used to make the suicides, at, I mean, when you get to yep. go to 7-Eleven, and you just feel like you can make any comment. I, my, personally, I've, I've become very fond of Orange Coke. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little surprised they don't sell Orange Coke, like, in cases. It's good. They should. I think it's one of their most, because now they do this thing where, like, you could see what's trending in the Coke Wave machine. Like you, <laughs> you walk up to the Coke Wave machine, and it'll tell you, like, try our most popular combinations. And so I've, I've pushed the button to see, and, and Orange Coke is always on there. It's, it makes sense that they collect the metrics for their own sake, but the fact that they're giving us the metrics is really interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the reasoning is. Maybe they're just trying to spread out what flavors get used or whatever. I don't know what – or they're just trying to – generate more interest in the coke wave machine so maybe you'll talk about how cool it is and i hear those things are really expensive though i mean they 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 gotta be right they've gotta be like tens of thousands of dollars right well they've got a first of all they've got a whole touch screen interface yeah you know back in our day it was just a decal (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) and then it's got to have 10 million tanks in there and it's got to rotate between the tanks and uh viva loves it too like She'll. She wants to go to Five Guys all the time just so she can fill oh, my yeah. coke. Yep. What's super lame about me though is that I get a Cherry Coke Zero from the Wave Machine, which is also what I can buy in a store. Except it's not the same because they put cherry syrup in it, so it tastes more like a soda fountain Cherry Coke mm-hmm. than the store one. Yeah, the cherry. Fl- yeah, it's not a it's sweet. Yeah, it's sweeter for sure. Cherryer. And there's ways you can trick the machine or at least the process into being getting more syrup like if you do uh (laughs) if you pick a cherry thing and you kind of start start your drink but then pull it away before it has a chance to completely mix in the extra carbonated water you get a little extra syrup and then you can fill it up the rest of the way life hack yeah (laughs) diabetes hack (laughs) How do we get on Coke Wave machines? Oh, oh we're talking we're, about... So yes. We haven't done a check-in on the new uh, horrifying food abominations in fast food uh, lately. And, and there's some exciting ones. Yeah, they, right they are keeping them coming. They haven't stopped. They, for a while, I thought that was just going to be a fad. Like, let's make all the horrible combinations. But they're, they're keeping them coming. Yeah. there's Well, one, uh, I don't go to Burger King much, and I haven't had this yet. Um, I only go to Burger King when I'm in a bad place, you know? Uh, it's like when you find yourself in a White Castle or yeah. buying a cigarette or in a brothel. Well, here's the uh, problem is that I love Burger King burgers, but I don't like anything else on their menu. So I, either I'm just going to walk away with four burgers or... Well, that's what I do. Like on the occasion that I do go, I get a, a pile of sandwiches, like a bag of sandwiches. And then I eat them and then I have... More so even than the fat and everything, it's the uh, the thing that really affects one is the fact that you just ate six months worth of salt in yeah. one bag. You feel that. Immediately. <laughs> you could feel that for sure. But the fries are butt. The fries should yeah. not be eaten by yeah. anything. And they try to make up for it by making chicken fries <laughs> instead. Like <you> can, <laughs> and they do have onion rings, but they're just not. I, they, I, I've never found onion in my onion rings. It, it just feels like there's circles of breading. Oh, of course they are. So I don't think there's bread. Any, any onion in there. Uh, well, they have a new thing called the Waparito. Yes. Which is not. Uh, that's actually my uh, my Mexican wrestling name. Could they <laughs> now? Could they my consider, luchador name Waparito? Can they can they consider this a low carb version of the Whopper since you're not eating all that bun? I mean, I guess there's less carbs. It's well, it's so it's a chopped up Whopper in a in a tortilla shell, right? That's what a Whopperito is. Yeah, 
it's got it. It doesn't even photograph well for ads. It doesn't because when you see a burrito with like pickles sticking out of it, you know, it just doesn't. It's not appetizing (laughs) because you want it in your mind. You want it to be a burrito like you want it to have that burrito flavor. But but it's going to taste like like a a Whopper, a Whopper smoothie instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone already chewed it for you halfway. That's exactly what it looks like. It's like if I ate a Whopper and then you cut out my stomach and ate my stomach. That's oh, what. I'm... Here's how someone marketed it. They're like, it's the Whopper that fits in your cup holder. So you can, I guess, while you're driving, you can set it down in your cup holder. And it's finally a hamburger more. I can set down. <laughs> Why don't they just release it in a cup, like a cup of pizza? Oh, yeah. And you could just kind of like, like, like you're trying to get the bottom of your milkshake out of the cup. You just shake it into your face. <laughs> yeah. so they, could just, they could cut instead of having instead of the instead of wasting you know money on a tortilla, they could put it in a cup. Then you yep. really can have it on the go. Whopper to go. Oof. Uh, <laughs> well, didn't they, they? They have this uh, burrito fascination now because they have this. Don't they have this new breakfast burrito also that's called like the Egg Stream or Egg Normous? Egg Normous. That's what it is. The Egg Normous burrito. Normous. Egg enormous. That's a really bad. I've been collecting bad portmanteaus lately. And that's a pretty bad one. Egg enormous. Egg. No, see, because that's not how a portmanteau works. You take two words and you connect them at the at the mutual vowel mutual. sound. Yeah, mutual. Enormous and egg. <laughs> you just took the word enormous and you threw some G's into it. Yes. So it's got uh, it's got bacon, scrambled eggs, hash browns, which by hash browns are those little hash brown circles, the hash rounds or whatever that they get there, shredded cheese, and melted American cheese. So you get shredded cheese and a slice of cheese, and uh, that's enormous. A spicy sauce. Uh, uh, there's sausage in it too, so it's sausage, bacon, and uh, all those other things. And how much? Uh, let's see, sodium, two thousand three hundred and seventy milligrams of sodium. What is that for your? Uh, What's your daily? Three three thousand four hundred is the average American intake, but what you should limit it to is twenty three hundred. It's an upper. And what safe, was the enormous? It's an upper safe limit, not a recommended daily allowance. So that's not <laughs> even your recommended daily. That's just your upper limit is twenty three hundred, and the enormous is twenty three seventy. Wow, it's not what you should take in. It's what you should avoid going past, if at all possible. That's an wow. abomination. <laughs> well, and then I came across at. Taco Bell, they've decided to take the chalupa to another <laughs> level by turning the chalupa shell into a piece of fried chicken. Oh, and they call it the sense. chicken lupa or what? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Chicken chalupa taco? But there is no chalupa shell. Instead, the, the same way that they use the, uh, the, sa- the same way they make their chalupa shell, which is by taking a piece of dough or whatever and putting it in a shaper, they do that with a piece of fried chicken. So they just put a chicken directly into a shaper. Yes. Oh, that's, that's so nasty. So we've given up on carbs now, and we've just started making meat into shapes that can hold things. Yeah, we use meat bread. Why it's, don't they make the Whopper in a meat cup? There you go. Because it'll fit <laughs> you just, your cup holder. I think that's next. I'll have a, you'll have a breaded chicken cup filled with Whopper ingredients, and you just eat the cup from the top down. Like a meat ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Crispy chicken chalupa, they call it. The naked. I don't know why they call it naked because there's no actual chalupa on it, but the naked crispy chicken chalupa. What does this do to your hand? <laughs> you could see through your hand, actually, after holding it from all the grease. <laughs> <laughs> 
It makes your skin translucent. Uh, well, they they serve it in like a uh, little sh- like a, a holder, so you can kind of feed it out the end of the holder and not have to hold on to the crispy chicken skin. Could you imagine if you get one right out of the fryer and pick it up with your hand? <laughs> oh my god! But you can't put it down because it's so good. <laughs> you just let your hand burn. Can't put it down because there's a whopper in your drink holder. That's right. <laughs> well, and what's inside of it? Just the veggies? There's not like taco meat inside it, is there? I think there's taco meat inside of it. There's taco meat inside a chalupa. It's a chalupa. Um, okay, but yeah, what's in it? I'm seeing a picture of it here, and it- it's chicken holding cow. It's like a inverse turducken with the smaller animals on the outside. By the way, this was brought to you by the same genius who thought of the waffle taco. They've already discontinued that, right? They've already discontinued. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm looking at it, and all I see are the taco toppings. All I see is lettuce, cheese, tomatoes. So I think that's So the I only see. meat you get is the meat that's burning your hand? Well, here's what's funny is that when they did some test marketing on it, people thought it was healthy because of all the because they saw all the veggies in it. They're like, oh, well, oh. it seems healthier because it's, it's, not full of, it's not full of taco meat. It said it's just all veggies. So it actually tests. It's not full of greasy meat. It's wrapped in greasy meat. Yeah, and that perception made people think it was actually a healthier version of a chalupa. Oh, wow. What else in this world can we make, can we serve out of more food? Well, you know. this seems to be the trend. I have to say, I have always been a, a fan of, like, the soup in a bread bowl because you can eat your bowl when you're done. Sure. Or while you're eating it. And so it's not like this, you know, this is a brand new thing. But uh, but I think it's where it's going because just could we know, weave pasta into a lattice b- bowl or plate and then put more pasta like bolognese it? right on top of it? Yeah, or yeah, you could put gnocchi in <laughs> in a pasta bowl. And yeah, absolutely. What was that thing you used to eat at that Thai restaurant in Oak Brook? The uh, oh, cow soy. Yeah, it was so good. And they put a bird nest of. Yeah, it had a bird nest of like uh, rice noodles or something on top, but you could make that the bowl huh? until it soaks through, and then it's just a big mess. But <laughs> you're just covered in curry. I think all the containers need to be meat. If all containers need to be meat because that you know you can. I want to have to eat my way to my Christmas tree when I get it out of the crawl space. <laughs> meat containers. Just imagine how fun if you wrap all your presents in meat at Christmas time. Your kids would be so happy when they run down the stairs. Santa was here. Let's eat our way to our presents. Yay! <laughs> I think there's a puppy in here. Make sure you stop eating at just the right time. I'm going to wrap all my kids' Hot Wheels cars in veal. <laughs> Hot veals. <laughs> Social media isn't just for terrorists, mostly for terrorists, but not entirely for terrorists. It's also for us. Like our page on Facebook, share our posts, follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram at The Paternity Test, and on Twitter at The Dad Test. And you can send us a question or a comment for The Paternity Test mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our phone number 657-BAD-DADS. And now it's time for Health Beat. That's where our proctologist gives us two thumbs up. Ouch. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> so I know we cleaned the show up about a year ago, but can I still talk about my wiener if it's medical? Absolutely. You just use, have to use medical terms. Like wiener. Like wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just give a disclaimer. Um, uh, parents, if you're listening with your children right now, we're about to discuss wieners. 
Wiener health. Oh no! In a I don't know how to turn way. off the Stitcher radio. <laughs> I'm sure. Most, All right. Most most of our listeners' kids already run around the house yelling Wiener most of the time anyway. So that's true. So this will dovetail right into the conversation that's already happening. Yep. Well, I went to the beach the other day, mm-hmm. and in my new swimsuit that I bought on the show, my can I tell you something special. about your, your swimsuit? I tried to I tried to buy something somewhat similar because if there's one thing that I feel like I'm that is attractive on me, I think I have muscular legs, right? I have a sure. I have a little bit of gut, but I have muscular legs, so I'm like, well, I like Matt's swim trunks because I think you sent me a picture of it. Uh, uh-huh. saying, hey, are these too short or whatever they were? And then I said, no, they're great. And I wanted to get something similar, something that wasn't down below my knees like I'm a, like, a, you know, like I'm a teenage uh, surfer or something, you know? I didn't right, want like those, you're the, but, the bass player from the Rock of Fire Explosion. Yeah, I didn't want board shorts. So I found some that I thought were somewhere in between. They weren't as short as yours, but they didn't go all the way down. They were a little bit above my knee, showed off a little bit of my what I think is a somewhat muscular quad. And my family wholeheartedly rejected them. What? They completely they said, no, you're embarrassing us. You can't have those short. They, 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 they were, it's like I had put on a banana hammock or something. <laughs> you know, like I, I just, put on one of those Borat slings. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were just as appalled. And I had to go back to the extra long uh, swim trunks. Really? That, like, and all it showed, and it sounds like it just showed, because you know, the bottom of, of your my quad, quads. you get those, yeah. those lobes by your yes, knee where you can see that your leg's muscular. Yeah. yeah. It's my quad lobes. I wanted to show off my quad lobes. It's all I and got they said, left. Get those quad lobes. Maybe your legs were so muscular, they made them uncomfortable. Like there's just too much sexuality in the room. I guess so. Maybe that's what they thought. And uh, so anyway, I tried to pull off your well, <laughs> I to pull off <laughs> your shorts. <laughs> I tried to pull off your shorts, and uh, my family wouldn't let me. Uh, yeah, I tried to get. I tried to get some nice. Uh, you know. I don't know what you what do you call those kinds of shorts. So to me, they're just normal swim trunks. But yeah, like non-board shorts. Yeah. Shorts. And, uh, I was vetoed. If you will. Uh, I was vetoed. Oh, well, I'm so glad. Times. Well, my wife's black, so she doesn't go to the beach, and my daughter is too little to be embarrassed by me. So maybe that maybe my day of reckoning is coming. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> wow. So, so it didn't work out. So you're getting to wear those though, and I'm sure you're happy with them because you know you like your well, quads I, as well. I, I I do like my quads, and I was happy. Uh, I was happy. And then I went to the beach, and we spent a long time at the beach, and it was a very hot day, so my suit dried out while standing on the beach, and then I left my trunks on and went on with my day. Like, I I think we went on to a park, we went on to lunch, a lunch where you can wear your, you know, like a burger joint or something, right? Something kid-oriented. And I spent the whole day in my trunks that we had swum in in the lake early in the day. Okay. And when I took my shorts off, it was, I don't even know how to explain this, um, mesh, right? Okay. Imagine. You, you got your internet, right? Right. Mesh on the inside. Exactly. Imagine if you took that, imagine if you stood in front of a mesh wall and there was an explosion behind you. And you were thrown against the mesh so hard, you started to go through it on the other side. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did this happen to your body? Well, or imagine grill marks on a okay. bird. Yeah. So you had now, mesh. Im- now imagine my wiener. Oh, no. And primarily on what What do you call it? The glands? How does the glands? What, what do you call the The head. Yeah, yeah, sure. La testa. Yeah. Head. Looked like a Dungeons and Dragons dice of some kind. 
because oh. there were square dots pressed into what kind of my pressure way. were you under all day like just sitting down i mean <laughs> i did ca- swim into a trench uh, an ocean trench oh my i gosh. don't know i don't know and i'm a little extra afraid because i was in the disgusting lake michigan water mm-hmm. but somehow i just got all caught up in that mesh it got pressed against me and tangled around me and then i spent the day in it and when i took the suit off i were you had stuck? square dots of like bloody square dots all over my genitals you think it, I wonder if it was because they were wet and then dried. And I'm then, sure that had something to do with it. Now, I've never quite, you know, I guess I understand the purpose of the mesh. It just kind of keeps you from, like, coming out the sides of your suit, you know, or the bottoms of it, I mean, if you're at the right angle. And so it just kind of keeps you contained. Right. But it, I guess, was it ever a... Does it have to be mesh? Why can't it just be a liner like a... An internal pouch. Yeah, like an, an internal pouch, but almost <laughs> like a like a fabric that's more like I guess a girl swimsuit. You know, that's uh, that swimsuity fabric, but not uh, yeah, that lining stuff. The lining stuff because the mesh, uh, it's like a cheese grater on your. <laughs> that's that's what happened. I got grated. Um, now Alex has gone, and, and this is what I see more and more, like young like teenagers doing, like we spend a lot of time at the water park and they are wearing uh, almost like a spandex short under their swim trunks. Sometimes they're, sometimes a lot of them are just wearing, I guess you'd call them, I guess they'd be like boxer briefs, but Mm. they don't. And I asked Alex, Mike, why are you wearing, he he wears like an old pair of sliding shorts. So they're like a spandex thing. So why do you always wear those on your trunks? He's like, because I hate, the way the mesh feels, it always like irritates me. Oh, interesting. So he is anti-mesh, and uh, I wonder. Well, I bought when I bought my smaller shorts. I also bought a pair of speedos, like briefs, really small ones, in case I needed to wear them under the suits, just so that I wasn't garishly uh, present. Sure. <laughs> but then the suit, the lining on the cause sometimes the lining on the suits doesn't really do the trick, you know? Yeah. But the lining on the suit did the trick. Did the trick too well? It graded me into uh, <laughs> shredded uh, sprinkles of wiener. Uh, so I didn't need the. And I took the speedo and sometimes wear it under my climbing shorts or yeah. you know to the gym, like as a jock strap, basically. Uh, or a dance I, belt. Or a dance belt, if you will. <laughs> I googled uh, swimsuit liner wiener injury. <laughs> That's great. And it's a good thing to have in your search history. <laughs> well, a million parenting websites came up. So it ties directly into this uh, uh, show because all the websites are saying, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to wear mesh under their swimsuit. It turns out the swimsuit liners are like the leading cause of wiener injury in oh my God. the summertime. That's a horror show. Like I would, that's... And it seems like it's primarily an issue with foreskin. Okay. <laughs> Which is not an issue for me. Yeah. I, evidently, there's more uh, mm-hmm. anteaters these days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the more reason not to do that. Uh-huh. Like, why that needs to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, that can get caught in the mesh. Oh, my gosh. That's a, uh, this is horrifying. This is it's pretty horrifying. Day. Most um, of the parenting websites say cut your son's mesh 
out. Cut the mesh out, but then do they give you an alternative to do you put do you need any kind of liner or are you just going underwear or are you going uh they just say cut the mesh out, but I think this is they might be talking about for toddlers where it doesn't matter that you're kinda like there's nothing to yeah. fall out or stick out or <laughs> offend people, right? I mean I think beyond a certain age you really need something to hold you hold you in place. I'm not gonna cut the yeah. mesh on my pants and then head on down to the beach like yeah. Go <laughs> go jog along the beach. <laughs> right. Tap on my shoulder. It's a lifeguard, sir. <laughs> you know. He's got a rescue blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Wraps me up like a Titanic survivor. I'm going to need you to go home, sir. So maybe we need a swimwear manufacturers to start designing a better mesh, a non-mesh mesh. Non-mesh. A non-mesh, a liner that is non-mesh. Here we go. This is the paternity test. Uh, what do you call it? Like wiener-friendly just my length, <laughs> you know, not a board short, not embarrassing to your to your uh-huh. family. Just the right length of thing with a with a with a what, not opaque, but yeah. what do you call a non mesh liner? So, and I imagine on the beach this might be worse because you're, I don't know. Then there's sand involved, or like salt if you're in the ocean, and there's things that I don't know. Or maybe, and this is the lake, so it involved uh, fecal E. coli and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you might have all you. you you know, I would keep a close eye on that if I were you. Yeah, I'm going to need to swab these wounds or I'm going to need to dip in some sort of disinfectant. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, just make sure you lock the bathroom door when you do that. <laughs> not one of you walking in on you. As I grand plie into yeah. a stringent. <laughs> Well, folks, it's time for another episode of The Paternity Test to get pulled over by armed Brazilian robbers. Whatever, bro. Follow us on Twitter at The Dad Test, like us on Facebook, and visit our website, paternitypodcast.com, or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us every Tuesday on chicagoparent.com. You can call our voicemail, 657-BAD-DADS. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us about your parenting adventures and tell your friends about the show. Also, consider a donation to the show via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com. All right, everybody, remember, help keep plastic out of our landfills by using an environmentally friendly, refillable meat water bottle. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. <laughs>